Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Cash Radio on KTSW 89.9, the other side of the radio. Today I'm here with Silali Esquivel, who is a social media intern for a local brand in Austin called Nico Studios. Hello, Silali. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm good as well. Thank you for asking. So just to dive in, can you tell us a little bit more about Nico Studio, about the Nico Studios brand and what exactly they do? Yes, so the Nico Studios brand is ran by Teja Nico, uh, which is a local designer based in Austin, Texas, who has um, different types of segments or like departments in um, his brand. So um, he does ready to wear couture and tries to bring more sustainability and point of views towards uh, South Texas through his collections and what he has gone through through his life. Um, and that's what we're usually representing and what we like try uh, to represent on social media and everything else. That sounds amazing. And can you tell us exactly what your job consists of as a social media intern? Yeah, so I make sure that every post is um, being showcased through uh, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Right now we're trying to get into TikTok, but my main role is to manage the the accounts and the algorithms, as well as the insights of what's going on in the account, try to bring more awareness towards the brand and try to reach out to new possible audiences around Texas and possibly around the United States. And how did you hear about this opportunity? I was actually in another internship before this, and we were looking for designers for Austin Fashion Week, and I just happened to stumble upon um, the Hanico, which is his Instagram account. Um, and he was looking for new interns for social media positions. And I sent in my resume and everything. And he really liked who I was and what I stand for and where I, like where I was coming from. And he decided to hire me. So now we're here. Okay, so that question kind of like answered my next one. But I guess now I can just like ask you like how many internships prior to this one have you done before? I've done quite a few from like my whole four years of college. Um, I've been wanting to get into the different aspects of the fashion industry, at least. So this for me is like another reason to get more knowledge and get more, um, you know, help in areas that I am not specifically super good at. But I've had some with magazines doing social media. I've done um, management with like Austin Fashion Week for my manager. Um, I currently do event production too, and I'm doing, once again, social media. So you've done kind of a little bit of everything. What would you say is your favorite one? I really do like social media. Um, I think it's really fun, and I really do think that, like, having new posts and, like, a new way to engage with the like, community or, like, our audience is really fun. But I also like event planning. I think um, creating something that many people are going to see and then seeing the final product, like, at the show event it's really fun and it, it gives you a rewarding feeling. What would you say is the hardest thing about working on social media? Definitely the time when you're going to post. Um, since our brand is not like we're going to put hashtags and everything, we kind of want people to bring, we want to bring people naturally into a, the account. It's more like the time we reach out to the audiences because sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's not a hit. Sometimes we have to redo our social media plan and see when our audiences are like more um, online than before. So definitely time management, not time management, time like time for posting and reaching out to other audiences we haven't reached before because of 
no hashtags or anything like that. And how do you go about making social media posts? Such as, like, do you post a, um, at a specific time? What does the content on the post entail? Like, describe the process of it. Yeah. So, um, for me, I make a social media plan for the month. And um, during that plan, I make sure to investigate what times our audiences are most, act- more, are most active at and then um, implement that into the post and make sure to have a schedule during the week to see when we will post or when we will not post. So like, for example, like Mondays, we don't post, but we post a story about past runway collections that we've done or pa- or current collections that we're doing. Tuesday, we would post like around 6 p.m. since that's when like our audiences are most active on and we will not post on the stories. And then maybe like at the end of the week on Friday or Saturday, we would post a reel show, showcasing like a video of a wedding that um, Nico did for uh, a gown or an event for like bazaar or something that Nico decided to um, show his gowns for. So kind of something like that. And how do you like stay on top of like new trends and features? And do you have to like, do you have like a go-to news outlet or trade publication or something like that? Yeah, so Vogue, Run- Vogue Runway is like my go-to for whenever I'm trying to stay up with trends and everything. TikTok really helps on what trending sounds and like trending um, fashion aspects are within the community or in the industry. And Pinterest is also a really good friend of mine that I use. But aside from that, I also use fashion scoops to keep on with like the fashion industry and the fashion trends, just in case they, like my un- my internship does ask me to like, do anything with like the trends related i know i'm on top of it and i know what like what colors are in season or what like is chanel like what was the the new um like social media uh outlet that they did and everything so yeah and how have you managed to like raise brand awareness using social media so um we didn't have a like uh instagram account at the beginning it was kind of till when i came in that I started plan, uh, posting and everything, we gained like maybe like 600 followers from me, uh, social media, you know, like getting in charge of it. I'm still trying to grow the brand. Um, it requires a lot of work. And like I told you before, um, I'm a college student too. And like, you know, senior year, yay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, I try my best. But yeah. And how do you juggle having an internship or like multiple internships like you've had and also doing school at the same time? I'm not gonna lie, it's been kind of a hassle. It's kind of like really frustrating at some point, but just me staying on top of my schoolwork is the first priority that I have because I really do want to graduate, primero Dios. But maybe I think this semester, my most packed schedule is like April. I have you know, a lot of things going on with my internship and everything, but Google Calendar is my best friend and just staying on top of my deadlines and everything before, you know, they they are due um, is what helps me. It's a lot of time management. So do you mm-hmm. say you need prior experience to be able to do a job like this, like in social media or any type of that? I would honestly say that anyone can do it, but... I would also say that if you're going to apply for it, have a little bit of experience with you. Because if you go in into this without like having no experience or anything, you're going to feel a little bit lost. I know that for me, when I did my first internship in social media, I was very confused on like 
how to use Photoshop or how to use like Canva or how to use like the basics of it. So just make sure you have like a well good knowledge of like the basic necessities of like Photoshop, Canva, uh, Illustrator or something like that, just in case a brand does ask you. And just make sure you know like you're keeping up with your algorithms and like what's going on with Instagram, what's going on with Twitter, what's going on with like all social media platforms and like when like time posts are supposed to be good for like the brand you're supposed to do. And how do you feel like these internships have prepared you for the real world? Like in the sense of getting a job and like having more opportunities. Yeah. So I think the people I work with have prepared me for like what the industry is really about. The industry is really very fast paced. Um, everything changes. Like something can change in a, in a matter of a minute. And I feel like the people that have like um, shaped me to who I am is like Nico and like um, the mag like the magazine that I did before in the past that they really took the skills that I have right now for the future. So it might be a little bit like of social media and I'm still learning, right? But with that basic knowledge, I feel like I could do good in the industry just mm -hmm. with like the fact that I can run a social media account and I can um, just help a brand improve. Um, aside from that, like event planning and everything um, consisting of that, I think it's gonna help me in the future by planning events that I work for the brand and hopefully land me a job that um i could possibly uh produce fashion shows for and what's like the main advice you would give to somebody who would want to uh potentially do like be become a social media manager or intern honestly just apply like i know i said that you need experience and everything but honestly apply to the job it doesn't matter like if you have so much experience if you don't have that much experience if you have like an okay experience just like apply try try for it because i genuinely just apply for the nico studios one two mm -hmm. um i honestly didn't think i was going to get in because at the moment i didn't have like the most experience i've ever had mm -hmm. but they really who i am and they really like to i stand for and at the end of the day you never know what's going to happen so i say apply for the job um, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. There's always going to be another job to apply to. But if it does work out, you will get to know another person and you get to meet new people and you get to enjoy working um, in the industry as much as you like. All right. Well, that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sidlali, and thank you for all your advice. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Nayeli, for that awesome interview. I'm Mason McCool. I'm Eli Garcia. I'm David Withy. And I'm Nayeli Marty Chavez. So, Nayeli, what did you get out of that interview? Um, just learning more about the background of, like, social media and how to, like, get an internship with, like, social media in general and just going around that. Yeah, I think there, she definitely gave a lot of insight on what social media managers do and how they, like, plan content and stuff and track things but i definitely think there's a lot more to it that we could definitely expand on yeah i agree i agree from a from a corporation perspective it's really wild how much social media has taken off um in business you know it, she had mentioned that uh you know instagram was a big one TikTok. um i know that other or organizations have used linkedin that's when when i, when I was at dell linkedin and um I think that was like that was like the main 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 one but you could also do like an instagram post but i do i do also know that dell whenever you posted something they did have to like if it was business related you had to use a particular hashtag i work for dell so dell could i mean i don't know if it was like them tracking every post that's out there but obviously you have to be sensitive 
when it comes to social media for when tying to a company. Yeah, I didn't realize there was so much that went into it, like tracking, you know, when people got online and when it's going to be most effective. Like, it's it's very interesting to realize that, you know, that marketing kind of aspect really dives even into an Instagram post and like knowing, well, if we post on like a Monday, it's really not going to get that much traction versus to like maybe like a Thursday or a Friday. So it's interesting to see about like all the analytics that go behind it when reaching an audience. Also the time of day too. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's with how prominent social media is now. I think that a lot of people don't understand how hard it is to manage social media accounts. Like some people are just doing Instagram. Some people are managing Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Like, they're posting on all these things. And people are like, oh, you just do a post here and there. Like, no, you have to sit there and make a con- content calendar when you're going to post, what time of the day you're going to post. Like, for example, I am a social media manager for the for an organization on campus, and I have a note in my phone, and it's a huge table, and it's like, what day? Is it going to be midday, morning, afternoon, evening? What the post is going to be? If it's going to be a feed post, if it's going to be a story post? Like... There's just a lot that goes into it that I think that a lot of people just don't know about because it's not something you know unless you do it. But it definitely has began to aid businesses in like expanding their brand recognition and reputation. Right. I totally agree. And I one thing I thought was interesting, because again, there was no I think that there's no right or wrong way to do it, but I did find it interesting that there was no hashtags. Like the mention of not using the hashtags, um, in my past companies had, you know, stuck to particular hashtags. Not a ton. You know, you see um, influencers have like 40 hashtags. Yeah. I don't see organizations do that, but I do see them add two or three or something like cloud, like hashtag cloud computing um, in some of these technology things that I've been a part of or hashtag like every conference. We had a conversation about trade shows mm-hmm. and conferences on the last interview and every single major conference out there has a hashtag that they use so they can also track what people are posting at their conference. So I just, I found that a little interesting. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree with the analytics part of it. It sounded like she might have different ways of tracking them, but there's definitely a lot of ways to track it through Instagram. Um, Like we kind of talked about earlier, you can track the accounts that are engaging with your posts, how much buyer percentage, how much better is this post doing than your last post. Um, And there's just, like I said, just a lot that goes into it. And SEO optimization is something that's becoming really big and not even with social media, just with search engines, Google specifically, like you can pay money just to get your name like farther up there you can do the sponsored recommended mm-hmm. there's just a lot of things that go into it so you could be an seo manager that's a yeah. role. like seo yeah. managers are roles like strictly looking at the trends the algorithms like she was talking about what time of day people are most often on their phone like if you think about it people like if your target market is people our age or a little bit older that are like going to like full-time jobs and stuff they're not going to be on Instagram at 2 p.m., right? Mm-hmm, so yeah. she said, yeah, I'll be posted at 6 p.m. because that's what time people are online. Yeah, after that's the trend now. After you get home from work, you sit there on your couch and you scroll through Instagram and you scroll through social media and you see what everyone's posting. And that's the time that they're more likely to engage with your posts. Yeah, it's no longer, you know, you go home from work and you sit on the couch and you watch TV. Yeah, <laughs> it's moved yeah, to like, yeah I'm going to go home and scroll through Instagram or yeah. TikTok. Let's watch I, something little on my phone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need it 15 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. I did think it was interesting how, you know, even just as an intern, um, that she had so much control and so much ability to influence like the brand equity itself. Like, I think the 
aspect of not having hashtags could be like, well, maybe we want to seem more grounded and like we're having more of a conversation yeah. with our Absolutely. with our customers and our and our market rather than like, oh, if I have forty hashtags and it's like I'm really just you know it the people that are already here don't really matter. I'm just trying to reach more people. So yeah. I, like it could be like a strategic aspect that, that was sitting in the back of my mind, and I just wanted to kind of bring it up. No, for sure, absolutely. You know what else is a cool trend that I've been seeing recently in, in social media is you have big organizations, Dell did this a few times, where they are they pay influencers now and they sponsor their posts. So there's a few ones that come to mind that Dell did. There was a, I don't know if we can say it, or, but I mean, it's not promoted, it's just whatever, social media influencers, but there was like a corporate Natalie and a corporate bro, and that's their like handles on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But they full blown will have, and they have funny stuff that they, they've obviously like, built up their brand and they have you know hundreds of thousands of followers or whatever but every now and again you'll see that it's that social media post on instagram saying sponsored by dell and it's a funny one but they incorporate dell's latitude device or they'll incorporate working into the office and the office is like dell devices so that so you're starting to see that not only does social media benefit these businesses but now a lot of these influencers, aside from the, the money they're making as influencers already, they're also getting paid directly from these corporations. So I feel like it's crazy. It works both ways. It and makes it's, sense. It's crazy how much they're getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start really looking, so like nice. there's one girl that went viral on TikTok within like a week maybe. And now she can charge a million dollars just to post a picture and it say sponsored by yep, blah blah blah. One post, yeah. Like one post and like you're making more money than someone does in five years. Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. the power of social media has become insane. And I don't think people are understanding it. They're like, oh, why do you want to be an influencer? Why do you want to blah blah blah? It's like, do you understand how much money they're making yeah. and they're getting yeah. paid to like have fun and go live their life? Like, they're yeah. In their bed and just yeah. And like, it can't be easy. It, no, it's, oh, definitely it's definitely hard. You have to think of it's definitely hard. Like actually yeah. garner engagement. Yeah, especially, like, when you have such a wide target audience, like, there's so many different people that you're, like, catering to. It's, like, a lot of people on TikTok, I feel like, definitely understand. I'm not on TikTok, but, like, yeah. but like there's a, a huge, like, balance of extremely mean, hateful comments that are just, like, yeah. coming at these people who they have never met in their life. They're judging off of a 15-minute video, but then there's other people, like, oh my god, I'm in love with you, you're literally my favorite person ever, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, as an influencer, yeah, like their job may not be quote-unquote hard, but the mental toll that being an influencer takes, I feel like is definitely something that is hard. I, I think another interesting um, aspect is, we kind of discussed earlier that social media is like the next step in entertainment. You know, it's gone from, I'm going to watch my TV to I'm going to be on my phone and scroll through Instagram and it's like having these sponsored posts and having influencers making all this money is like the logical next step for sponsorship with yeah. companies you know before it was like Dell would sponsor I don't know maybe or you know, put out a commercial or, or sponsor like a TV show and then you have to think about well now they're putting the same effort and the same monetary effect into one singular person as opposed mm -hmm. to like a TV station or like a news broadcast now it's just like instead of you know 12 or 25 different people getting this sponsored uh like paid advertisement now it's just one person so it's like in a way almost uh like solidified the like who they're who they're paying instead of it's 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 dense of 
densified it? I don't know. What's the <laughs> Sounds word? Sounds right. We're I'm making, making it, it up. We're like, making it a word. Yeah, but you know, you, know, you kind of yeah. see what I'm saying. They, I they, it's focused now on yeah. one person yeah. as opposed to like maybe an entire broadcast team. Well, that just shows how organic social media is. I, mean, I, don't, I hate to age myself right now, but I, tr- I do remember MySpace. <laughs> like I remember <laughs> what MySpace was and you had your like top eight friends and you like put music on it was just kind of like a feed old school and then facebook came out and it was the facebook.edu or something you had to have you know and then all of a sudden you have instagram and then you have twitter and then you have linkedin which has apps and that's social media linkedin is like of course it's for business organizations corporations professional social that is professional social media clubhouse came out a couple years ago i don't know how well that's doing but it's also crazy to see the growth of social media itself like i do wonder what the next there's this isn't it like this isn't yeah. the last of all the social media platforms yeah. someone's gonna come up with some other novel idea probably using ai or something yeah and then it's yeah, gonna be, be you know what i mean and then it's gonna be like another thing so just this explosion of the last gosh what was it 2003 2004 so the last 20 years or so this is just taken off like you know like the internet did from the 90s on to the you know whatever right that's crazy it's just getting more and more personalized you know yeah. it's getting yeah. more and more tailored to the individual user experience versus just putting something out there and it's going to reach millions of people now you can put something out there and it's going to reach a million of a certain type of person or someone who's like specifically interested in what you're putting out you know like, yeah. And, yeah and i feel like with social media it even puts out jobs for people that like don't necessarily want to be an influencer. They don't want to be famous. They don't want everyone to know their name or their face. But like user generated content, you can get paid six hundred dollars to just make a video for a company yeah. and send it over to them. And it's like, oh, six hundred dollars, and I had all I had to do is make it look pretty. Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's such a big like job market at this point. Social media managers, SEO managers. There's like digital marketing, just content creation. Like there's so many different things that have caused social media to evolve, and I feel like that's not going to go anytime soon. Especially, I mean, I feel like with AI, that's going to be a huge part yeah. of social media, but I think that might be something we need to save for the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, you guys, thank you for listening to Cash Radio today. We hope to see you next Thursday. Um, thank you for tuning in to KTSW 89.9.